What's up, everybody? Welcome to Stick to Football Friday number eight. And I'm going to hit you with the bad news and the good news right off the top. Mello is gone this week. He's at Disney with his kids. He's hitting on princesses. That's the bad news. The good news is a guy who has risen through the ranks like Drake started at the bottom. Now you're on the top. Dan is now. Wow co-hosting this week not just yeah. coming in on the second half of the segment you're a full-time one week co-host now. <laughs> one week for one week one only week. one week it's only. like a fucking car sale yeah yeah no i'm i'm excited a little nervous you know it's it's hard to fill mellow shoes over here yeah he's he's the reason everyone listens to this show so apparently that's the feedback we've gotten hopefully everyone just goes ahead and starts to listen so we get those numbers up and yeah. then once they realize it's me they just turn it off and we don't care we didn't prepare for this and okay. i just remembered it so maybe we'll do it at the end of the show when i was in alaska mellow and connor told their like favorite embarrassing matt story we should tell a mellow story at the end of the show that's like pg that won't get him fired okay Okay, well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to think something. <laughs> yeah, I have to narrow it down. So you came prepared this week, I and did. when I say prepared, you have a notebook. I do, I do. Not like, not like not a, a tiny not, notebook, like a not giant. notes on your phone, like a five-star, like, yeah. you look like a commercial for a high school. No, <laughs> I actually learned it from you, you know. I've, I've seen you write down notes on a notepad as well. Legal so. pads are my, my shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not as fancy. So I got the, <laughs> the rings over here. Yeah, no, those legal pads. College rule. Rip it away. Okay, we have a a cool show planned as always, and I always warn people the Friday show is different. If this is your first time listening to the Friday show, you should be prepared for, I I like to say we do first half football, second half not football. And there might be like some spillover, but mostly the second half of the show is just fun. It's us just being us. So stick around for it if you've never listened to the show before. Um, You'll have fun, I promise. So here's what we're going to do on the show today. We're going to go around the league. We're going to fix the Oakland Raiders, an important job. We actually skipped ahead and picked the Raiders because you and I wanted to have some fun. We'll do questionable calls, which is where each week it could be football related. It could be life related. Uh, we just call out, you know, bad decisions, basically. So like the last 17 years of my life, questionable call. <laughs> we just get it all out there. Then we do top fives. This week we're going to do uh, top five Christmas movies. Since this is the last podcast before Christmas, there's so many depressing. Man, there were a lot. I thought like I had a couple, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah." There's a couple off my list that they could, could have made the list, yeah. and we will have the debate on is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah, it, it, okay, it's on the list. And then we'll finish Maybe. it out with just the tip, which is where we uh, solve all your life's problems and maybe. It also our time to have an intervention with each other if we need to. So last week. You were not able to join us. Your kids had a Christmas program, so we missed you. Um, we Dad mourned you. Dad before podcast. Dad yeah. before podcast. Yeah, well, not me tonight because my I had a, <laughs> oh. I don't want to get into personal stuff, but I'm I'm surprised I'm here right now recording this podcast. Shit got real. Um, so you had some comments I do. as a listener. Yeah, I no, believe a couple questions. Well, oh, okay, maybe one question, mostly comments. I'm here for it. My first question. Um, you know, I've I've heard of flat footed. And I've heard of stiff-hipped, but last week you said... Flat-hipped. He was flat-hipped. What does flat-hipped mean? I think I meant to say stiff-hipped. <laughs> I was talking about Deshaun like, Elliott, the yeah. Texas safety. Right. I, I think what I did was I combined being stiff-hipped and taking like a taking a bad angle to the ball, and then I just put it all together. I gotcha. So that was yeah. not No, because I was like, what, what does flat-hipped mean? That's something I need to Google. This feels like, um, was it 
pardon the interruption where they used to do this. Tony Reale used to come on the end of the show and be like, what yeah. the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, step Maybe boy. you do this at the beginning of every show. Okay. Some could work. accountability. If you okay. want the show the last two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mello said this and that and this. <laughs> okay. Uh, number two, this one is more, not really a question. It's that you said you wouldn't date an ex's sister. Now I've known you for a long time and I know how much you like attention. So if this smoking hot sister of an ex comes up to you, you're going to tell her no? I, I stand by it depends on how the relationship ended. Mm. Now that we're grown, yeah. high okay. school me, <laughs> high school you, yeah. college me. <clears throat> True story. I've never dated anyone with a hot sister, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so there you go. I don't, I don't even know if I've ever dated anyone with a sister. So you have a type. My current girlfriend <laughs> has a sister. Never mind. But I don't know her, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Got it. Moving right along. Um, uh, Cold's cough showed up. So, you know, I felt like I was here. We had guests last week yeah. in the studio. Uh, we don't this week. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of empty in here. Probably because Mello's not here and I'm co-hosting. So People really come like to hang podcast, out no one's coming to with listen. Mello's. You're like, oh, it's before Christmas. We have things to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's nope. really because Dan's co-hosting. That's why they're not here. Mello brings the energy. He does. That's for sure. He does. But you have a conspiracy theory that I would I like do. to hear. Okay. Um, my conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's like a Bruce Wayne Batman thing or maybe like a... Finkel and Einhorn thing, but you've never seen Mello and Kennedy in the same place at the same time, and Ooh. neither of them were on the podcast this week. Oh, because right? Kennedy said she was going to work out, right? And we got done with our half of the show early on Monday when we recorded, and so I was like, "Hey, let's call. We'll do draft on draft." She's like, oh, "I just went to the gym." Yeah, and Mello just and Mello happens was, to have a spot on Kennedy impersonation, I and mean, he was flying to Mello. Orlando at that time, right? That is a good one. Yeah. Pinkle so, and Einhorn. Pinkle and Einhorn. Pinkle yeah. is Einhorn. Is Mello good at volleyball? Because Kennedy is. Well, apparently. On, Didn't she say she's 5'10? Mello's 5'10. Exactly. Oh my God. Hmm. Mobile. We're we'll, going to find out. We'll figure it out. Because <laughs> they're both supposed to be there. So it's. And my cough is here today. Your cough is here today. So RIP Dan's spleen, which caused the cough. All right. Let's get into some football. And I know the thing that everyone wants to talk about this week. It's on everyone's mind. Everyone's heated about it. Pro Bowl rosters. Okay, I'm actually Oop. just kidding because I do not give a fuck about the Pro Bowl. I, my fuck's given zero for the Pro Bowl rosters. It's a popularity contest. Don't get mad about it. It's like, did you get mad about who was voted prom queen? No, I don't even remember. Don't care. No. Nope. Didn't nope. care then. It's don't a popularity care. contest. Doesn't mean she was the nicest girl in school. Doesn't mean she was the hottest. Just means she had the most friends. Yeah. Or money. Or was easy. Something. Right. I don't care about the Pro Bowl. Okay. Fuck's given number one. <laughs> zero to one. One's not good. Your fantasy team. Not you specifically. Oh, you mean people's in general. Me? I do not care about your fantasy team. Well, what about you and me? Because we're playing in the championship this week. Which I know. <laughs> and I am favored to be. Are you favored to win? Just by what they say, but they don't know. Anything. Have they updated that I get Zeke back? I don't know. Do you have him in your lineup? I put him right back in my lineup, yeah. Mm, then it's updated. No, well. Prepare to lose. We will see. We have to play two weeks in a row, right? Is that right. how it works? Now I know. Yeah. Because I thought Mello beat me two weeks ago and knocked me out of the playoffs. <laughs> nope. Didn't realize Still we played alive. again the next week. Oh, yeah. And I killed him. But so. uh, I have Antonio Brown, so. And he's out. Yep. Yeah. I think I, I feel good about my chip. I have golf and Zeke. I should be okay. good. I should That's be good. It. That's we all that we care about, about fantasy. That's it. Okay. Uh, here's something I do care about. We've spent a lot of time lately talking about the New York Giants because they fired 
uh, McAdoosh, and they fired Jerry Slick Reese, Slick Rick, and we had been begging for this on both shows, midweek, Friday, the whole deal, and it came out today. I think the team actually released that they interviewed ESPN's Lewis Riddick for the GM job, and I'm maybe I'm biased here because I'm a media guy, and so I want to see other media guys do well. I, I think he's a great candidate, and one thing that I've said, I guess, for almost a year now is, if you want Josh McDaniels, you should hire Lewis Riddick because he can deliver him. Right. Josh McDaniels is like a no-brainer for the Giants. Exactly. Like he, it's like a quarterback whisperer. Yeah. And so he could fix Eli. Yeah. Or maybe Davis Webb or or Sam Darnold or Sam whoever Darnold. they end up with. <laughs> and also, I think I've said before, McDaniels is going to be really picky about where he goes next because he's Belichick's guy. And he failed in Denver. And Belichick failed in Cleveland. And so I think that Bill has taught him or mentored him to be selective about his next situation. Like, you got to go somewhere with stable ownership. The Giants have that. you got to go somewhere where you feel like you can win. And I know that there's, like, a rush to push Eli out. I don't think he's that bad. I do. You do think he's that bad? Yeah. I think think he's just lost so much. Like, he – Yeah. I mean, he – he didn't have really any receivers this it year. It is hard either, this year. But and their defense, like those guys went like off the <sighs> rails. Like everyone's getting suspended. Like yeah. Jenkins suspended. Eli Apple's inactive. And here's a conspiracy theory for you. Like he missed some time because his mom was having brain surgery. That's not a conspiracy theory. And it was like, oh, he's like, cool. Like that happens. Like, man, go deal with it. But then after that, they were like, nope, we're still going to like suspend you. And then he's like fighting with people like he and Landon Collins have a Twitter thing. And they're just like, they, they need someone who can come in and like put their foot down. So what I would do, we're not fixing the Giants today, but I'm about to. <laughs> if I could get Lewis Riddick and he brings me Josh McDaniels, and if the Texans fire their staff, McDaniels should hire Mike Vrabel to be his defensive coordinator. That would be good. Because then you have a guy who will demand accountability. Oh, yeah. That's my, that's it. That's what I would do. You like it? Um, yeah, it, it's all right. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't think Josh McDaniels is a good head coach, though. I mean, if you look a, good, at a great coordinator, yes. Mm-hmm. Good head coach, mm, it's hard to say. Do you like him or your boy Kyle Shanahan better? Oh, I mean, I'm starting to like Shanahan more and more. Uh, now, now he has Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah, and now that I see Sarkeesian coaching my team. On, yeah, because we should, you're a Falcons fan. I am. And you have been, as I've known you since 2000, yeah. to the year 2000. And you've always been a Falcons fan. You're not one of those yeah. new ones. Nope. I, I started being a fan when uh, Dion was there. Yeah. Uh, so. We'll plug the midweek show. He's there our guest next week on the podcast. He and I had a great conversation. And we did talk about Botox. The elephant in the room, I just I kicked that elephant in the ass. First question, Botox. <laughs> I really did. Nice. I had to because they're a sponsor. I can't but, wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Sarkeesian and, and the Falcons offense doesn't look great right now. Like uh, some like – regression back to the mean was expected, but y'all are still in the playoff hunt, so I guess we can't say too much, but it's been it's been a down hey, year. Devon Freeman hasn't been the same dude. Falcons went out. They still win the division, though. They got the Panthers and Saints, though. Yeah. Well, the Saints are now without Kenny Vaccaro, who was playing with, like, a torn... Like, the muscle in his stomach had torn off the bone, and he was playing through it. That sounds painful. Yeah. I Yeah, I didn't even know you could play through it. And Ian Rappaport tweeted it today and was like, oh, yeah, it's like abductor muscle tore off the bone and he had been playing through it. Where does your where does your stomach muscle connect to a bone at? I don't even know. Sternum, maybe? 
I don't know. Okay. Yeah. If you're a doctor yeah. or took a science class above <laughs> high school, you could tweet us and let us know what we're missing here because maybe is, maybe we should just ask Mello. He he teaches he, science. He does teach. I'm probably so wrong. It's probably not even a stomach muscle. I don't even know because you're right. There's not a bone. Pelvic? Your pelvis? I don't know. These things are so broad anymore. Okay, so that's what the, where the Giants are at. Uh, that's it, it is interesting. I I've interacted with Lewis Riddick on Twitter and stuff. I've never met him. Everyone I know who worked with him in the past loved him. I'm going to throw one more media name out there, and I'm incredibly biased here. I think Daniel Jeremiah at NFL Network would be a great GM. He was great in Baltimore, great in Philly, a little bit of time in Cleveland with Phil Savage. He knows his stuff. Everyone who knows him, and and I've been fortunate to know him for a few years now. God, no, it's been like seven years. Oh, yeah. We're getting old. <laughs> yeah. I'm, wow. <laughs> remember first senior boy I went to with you he was there and you talked to him so that was five years ago we are getting old um yeah great guy I mean oh yeah everyone loves him um probably the nicest one of the nicest guys in media so I but and also smart like a great evaluator very thorough no ego at all would would he leave his job right now on the NFL network he has a great job I don't I mean, know that that is a good job live in LA live in New York I don't know. He has kids. He has a family. So I, that's always like, I'm not him. Like, I will admit that. I think he's the best at what all of us do. And like that would be the hardest thing for me. Like, if anyone came at me ever and was like, hey, do you want to be like a consultant? Like, it would have to be the Chiefs. You know, it's like, <laughs> it'd be someone closer. It'd be a hell of a lot of money. Oh, yeah. To be able to, unless you're the Titans. If the Titans are listening to this, it doesn't have to be that much money. <laughs> maybe like a loft, Just maybe you know, near Belmont. Yeah. Bucks? Free beers at Merchants. I'd Ooh, do that big. Uh, free, free LITs at Merchants. Free Long Islands, yeah. I'd be in. But I, I think, there. I don't know if DJ's interested. And I, I told him earlier this year, I was like, hey, man, I'm not trying to put you in a spot, but I'm going to put your name out there because I believe it. It's not, I'm not just trying to be your buddy. Like, he's not asking me to do this. I believe that he would be a good GM. So I, I think his name should be out there. I don't, I don't know why more teams don't go after guys in the media like that who have, Proven that it. they they can scout, they know the talent, they do it year in and year out. Why not go after somebody like Jeremiah? Yeah, or even like Mike Mayock's <laughs> name came up last year with Washington. Right, you know, it was like in you know, I don't know if they. That's going to be a shit show when they start letting people go this year. His name might come back up. So Mayock's ripped. He's you. You're, have you seen him in person? Have you seen him? I, seen, you've seen him at the Senior Bowl. At senior Bowl. Um, we didn't see him shirtless. Is that what you mean by ripped? He could tell under that dress shirt. He's got that old man strength. <laughs> He's, no, I could not tell he was ripped. He is. Looks I was like pretty him. ripped. If you were pretty ripped at the time. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Uh, was it at Beats? Is that where we it saw was, him? It definitely was. Yeah, then you definitely weren't. Same place we saw Jared Jones. That's right. Oh, man. That's a small place for the amount of people yeah. you see there. Oh, it's smaller now, too. It so is. They, they cut it in half. Walled it off. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be in Mobile, I'm comfortable telling you this because you won't see me in there. If you want to people watch the NFL, just go to Beats. All day. All day. Don't they leave. all go there. Right across yeah. from the hotel of yeah. all the players where or, they stay. The Renaissance Lobby Bar is it's so dark in there. It's kind of hard to like see who's who. Um, yeah, I've, I'm done with Beats. I'm swearing it off. Last year, you couldn't move. So we'll be there. We'll probably be there Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably Monday night. Yeah, we'll be there. That would be the night to go. We get, I mean, whenever you have new people, you got to take them. We have to introduce Kennedy to Beats. <coughs> and Dan, our producer, who will be editing out all your coughs, will be there yeah. as well. Good luck. So Good luck, fun. Dan. Yep. Speaking of the Senior Bowl, great segue. 
you um you've been killing it as a, a content producer for this mm-hmm. podcast lately. And you sent a great topic for us to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. You're, I mean, after last week when you said all I do is just like call get your you. shit. <laughs> yeah. And then I left you out on the Instagram post. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's all right though. I'm not hurt. <laughs> um yeah. I asked since they're I mean, obviously, if both of these players would say yes, the senior bowl would let them go. But if you could only pick one, would you rather see Baker or Josh Allen at the senior bowl? It's like asking which kid I like better. Really is, because I love both these guys. Um, Okay, I I think it's Josh Allen. I I don't think Baker has anything to prove. And I think Josh does. Um, I agree. And I also, I said this somewhere this week. Oh, good story. I, it was a radio show maybe. And I, I said like Baker's not a senior bowl player. He's a gamer. Like he's going to look great in games, right? He's not going to go down there and wow you with arm strength or size or how well he moves in the pocket. And I think Allen will, like, I think I, he might have a Carson Wentz type week there. I, you were there with me that year. We went down there and people were like, where do you have Wentz? I was like, I think I had him top 10 at that point. And people were like, no, you're crazy. He's should be in the twenties. And, you know, thankfully, I, I've told this story before. I had a really good friend who scouted that area and kept telling me, like, dude, Wentz is the shit. Like, he's yeah. the real deal. Watch the film. Like, get in early. Talk to his coaches. I think Alec could have that kind of week. Yeah. And Wentz, he was coming off of wrist surgery. Right. So he wasn't even 100% at the senior bowl. But you could still tell how good he was going to be. How God, yeah. But yeah. To the question, I would definitely take Josh Allen. Yeah. The senior bowl is built for him. Oh, thank God. Just... To see him go out there, it'll, it, I'm guessing it'll remind me of Derek Carr when you just hear the ball fly through the air. Like, you don't even have to watch. You just hear it, and you'll know Josh Allen's throwing the ball. Yeah, that was great with Derek Carr because oh, that yeah. day it was cold and it was windy, and we were standing on the sideline, and when he would throw the ball, it would just just snap through the air. And that was one of those moments where you were like, this kid's different. And I don't want to spoil it because we're going to talk about this in a couple weeks on the Friday show uh, the five best players we've ever scouted at the Senior Bowl, and I think we'll both have those two quarterbacks we will. on that list. We will. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Um, were you there for Russell Wilson? or no. was I, there? I was there I alone was for Russell Wilson. Yep. He was the same way. Um, he was the one. The first day of practice, I remember standing down there, and, and I knew his agent really well, and so we were just talking and you know, kind of bullshitting, and he's like, man, you know, you got to move my guy up, move my guy up, all that, you know, like they always do. And... I can't remember who the receiver was. Maybe Hill from Georgia Tech stopped and went and put gloves on because Russell was throwing the ball and it was hurting his hands. And he was like, I'm out on this. Like, I'm just going to go put some gloves on. Should have known he wasn't a first-round pick at that moment. But (laughs) I mean, I at least give him credit not having the gloves on to start with. Like, these days, everybody has gloves. No one other than that white Titan for Florida State, Nick (laughs) O'Leary. I don't know how anyone drops the ball with how sticky those gloves are. You remember, well, I mean, we haven't played flag football in a few years, but I got a hold of some NFL gloves the last time we played flag football. Do you remember? <laughs> I do, because it was the first time you ever caught anything. <laughs> it, was like, it was like Spider-Man. It was just sticky everywhere. It was great. This is, yeah, it was like mellow at Disney, just sticky. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right. We have told people all year that we have a Chiefs bet, and it's yeah. coming down to the wire. I uh, didn't is. think it was going to make it this far. The bet is 10 wins over under. Um and we nine had and we, a half. Was yeah. it was it nine and a half? Yeah. Okay. So nine and a half. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm not <laughs> a gambler like you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. So nine and a half over under. And two weeks ago we went to Chiefs Raiders. And Melo and I thought 
They're going to lose. We're going to have to do three shots back to back to back of the liquor that you and our friend Mitch choose. We're ready. And they've ripped off two straight wins. They have. This this damn roller coaster ride is killing me. But they need to win two more. They do. But they have the Dolphins. Yeah. And they have the Broncos. Broncos. So I feel good. Yeah. You and should. But yeah. those are the teams they've lost to this year, like the bad teams. They've also the lost to the Jets. To. The Jets, the Giants. Yeah. Just, they play down. Uh, yeah. I, I my hope is because they're first in the in the West, that they'll be like, okay, all we gotta do is win out. And like we, you know, we get home field event or home field game. But like you said, they've played down. I never yeah. thought it would come to this point. I don't know if you remember, we went to, I think we went to a Royals game when we had, when this bet started and we were coming home and we were talking about it and you were like, I don't think they're going to be that good. And I'm like, nah, they'll be, I, I think, I think I said like 12 wins and you said like eight. And so that's how we settled on 10. And I had them at like 10 wins way before this point. I never in a million years thought I would need the Dolphins and the Broncos <laughs> to get this bet done. Because I thought Giants, Jets were wins. No, I mean, before the season, the Giants were supposed to be good. Yeah, they looked like a... So... Like uh, the Jets? Yeah. The, the Bills? The Bills, yeah. The, those guys yeah. love them this year. Yeah. But they have been hot. I mean, they beat the Chargers 30-13, and they beat the Raiders 26-15. The way it's going, it's probably going to come down to that last week of the season. It's going to go into overtime. You know what I, I just realized, actually? They've won the last two games, and I've been drinking during both those games. So no drinking for you? No, I need. it's Christmas Eve. You can't drink on Christmas Eve. I'll be at Eve. Mom and Dad's. Oh, boy. Yeah, Melo and I got Natty in the fridge. <laughs> so, wish you had some more Natty here. Yeah, we, ooh, yeah. Uh, kegerator update, We it started spitting at us a little bit, got a little too much foam in the beer. So we open the regular fridge, and we have two Natty Lights left. So uh, if you're in Joplin, Missouri. Marshall must have or, taken them on the Disney trip. Yeah, he's got an extra suitcase. <laughs> so he's flying southwest. He could check two free bags, or I don't yeah. know what the deal is. Um, one for yeah. his Natty, one for his kids, kids. <laughs> one for his Maddie. Um, yeah, so we, we need to refill this week. All right, let's jump in. Let's fix these Oakland Raiders, dang it. Uh, they need our help because they, gosh, I picked them to win the AFC West this year, I believe. Thought they had a chance to compete with New England. They, they have to be one of the biggest disappointments this year. Yeah. Just by how well they played last year. They were up and coming. And then this year they just... And not only up and coming, but had like all the pieces. Right. You they know, have like the you have Carr, you have Mac. You have a receiver who forgot ball. how to catch the ball, I guess. And has been hurt all year. Yeah, there's some there's some weird stuff there. I always worry with teams like this that like they've given up on the coach. Like they just don't really believe in him anymore. So like if you're Amari Cooper, like eh, I'm not gonna play through that for him. Yeah. Not gonna happen. I'm not reporting anything. Just, <laughs> how it I mean, looks. they I know we're fixing them and I we don't have on here to change the coach, but Jack Del Rio and every week it kind of makes me mad because it seems like every week you and Mello talk about, oh, you gotta change the coach. And every week I'm like, you can't change you can't fire every coach. <laughs> no, that's the, the first thing we do <laughs> yeah. to everyone. <laughs> but Jack Del Rio, man, he he really hasn't done anything. No, it's like they peaked last year. I think right. he would be a good coach with good coordinators. But he's like picked the wrong coordinators. Like Ken Norton Jr. was an awful. And here's the people. When you become a head coach, you hire friends. And if anyone who had talked to a player in Seattle knew that Ken Norton Jr. was not a good coach, he was like a rah-rah guy he wasn't x's nose he wasn't scheme but jack hired him and it fell apart 
And I think you say the same thing for all the offensive coordinators, like Bill Musgrave or uh, who's now uh, Downing, right? Todd Downing. Uh, it's just not working. Like they need, if they're going to keep Del Rio, which I think they might because Mark Davis is cheap. He needs to get good coordinators. Like go get John D. Filippo from the Eagles. Who's the quarterback's coach or he's offensive coordinator. Get Frank Reich. Who's the quarterback coach. Like get these guys who are going to give Derek Carr something to work with. Cause like Del Rio was a linebacker at USC. He's He's not doing anything for your offense. You know, you got to go get somebody, Mike McCoy, maybe, you know, someone who, I mean, I know he was fired in Denver, but he was kind of a scapegoat. Like, go get someone who knows offense. You're you're absolutely right, though. This, it wouldn't be, it would be a surprise because Davis is so cheap, but it wouldn't be a surprise if they cleaned house. Yeah, definitely. Um, two questions there. Yes. If you were a head coach, you have to hire your friends. Am I offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams? <sighs> wow. Offense, you'd be my Over offense Mello? coordinator. Mello, the quarterback. Yeah, I know Mello played quarterback, but I think that he, since he has been coaching, cares more about defense. Good, good, because I would rather coach offense. Yeah, and I know the way their coaching system works. He only coaches the pass game, but on defense, he's the DB's coach. So if you're the DB's coach, you're living in coverage, which is good enough. And if I were the head coach, I would be the offensive coordinator. So you'd just be like, <laughs> oh, you just do so it. I'd be like the assistant head coach. Yeah, it doesn't have a role. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, let's run down our team needs for these guys. Uh, I think this is going to be controversial. I think they need to look at left and right tackle. Like Donald Penn, who we saw at Q thirty nine in Kansas City a couple weeks ago, big dude, uh, is not only is he hurt right now, he's old. He will be thirty five uh, when next season starts. So will I, so that feels like something I shouldn't say too much about. Uh, Marshall Newhouse, I, I think he's solid, um, but he's not hes not your long-term guy. I know they drafted uh, Veda Alexander out of LSU two years ago, but he was a seventh-round pick for a reason. I don't think David Sharp, who they got out of Florida last year in the fourth, is a left tackle. I think he's probably a right tackle. Also a dude who has struggled throughout his college career with weight control. So I don't... I don't think you're penciling him in as the future of anything. He's more of a project. So left and right tackle. And right now the Raiders uh, would be picking in the middle of the round where we got them at 14 right now. Um, but they also have at, the Eagles 12, and the Chargers me. left. So I expect them to lose at least one of those games. Yeah, I would. Yeah, they might. At least. Maybe both. Man. Yeah, those games go either way now that the final well, foals look pretty good. He did. So they could be they could be picking 10 to 16 safely. Right. So left tackle at 10. I don't, we, t- we talk about him every week. Connor Williams is the best tackle in the draft, but I have no idea where he will go. It could be like last year where uh, Garrett Bowles went 20 and he was the first tackle, or he could go like three to Indianapolis and it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Connor Williams will be there. <clears throat> and so obviously if he's gone, they have to go defense. Yeah. Cause I don't think Mike McGlinchey's worth it. No. Orlando Brown's not. not worth it. Definitely not. No. But defense, defense is where it's at, and I they they're actually in a good spot for defense in the first round. Like they could have Rashawn Evans there, uh, Derwin James, Christian Wilkins. They could all fit needs there. Um, yeah, because they need to get bigger, faster, stronger, basically. Yeah, that front seven needs help, and you know the weak side linebacker is like just a, a gaping hole on this team. And you know, like Bruce Irvin, the strong side backer. Got his feelings hurt when Ken Norton got fired because they were together in Seattle. Navarro Bowman, who they signed as a middle linebacker, has looked pretty good, but you have a guy who's going to be 30 next year who's had multiple leg injuries. I think all Raiders fans listening to this are like, give us a fucking linebacker. <laughs> like, yeah. this has been a need for 
four years and has been ignored. So you have a you have a couple linebackers that you yep. like. Yeah, Rashawn Evans, obviously. Now, if if Al Al Davis was still around, the pick would immediately be Malik Jefferson, Texas linebacker. Texas linebacker, your boy. Yeah, just because of his athleticism, he would have fit the mold of the old Raiders. Yeah, he's going to run a four four, and um, he's going to. I think I actually have in my notes what he's going to bench. They probably would have traded up to like the third pick just to draft. Yeah, him. right. His uh, I don't know if you're familiar <clears throat> with Spark, but it's like an athletic testing thing. His Spark score might break the record. Like Jalen Ramsey's was really good. Like Malik Jefferson's when he came out of high school was like it was talked about in like biblical terms of like oh my god like this is Jesus of Spark just came down. Um, yeah, Malik's an interesting kid. Um, it, he. You know, I reported a couple weeks back that I was told he's declaring for the draft, and he actually hasn't declared for the draft yet. So um, it, I still think he will. I, I I have apologized to him if I jumped the gun on something that he wasn't ready for. Um, but he is a tremendous athlete who I think has been miscast at times at Texas. Um, he's a great pass rusher off the edge. He's been productive at sacks. He's He is going to run exceptionally well. I think the biggest knock on him will be that um, instincts can be a little slow at times. I don't know that he's a middle linebacker, a true middle linebacker, and he's playing there, but he would be a damn good, weak or strong, especially in that defense. Yeah. Um, opposite Khalil Mack. Oh, shit. Yeah. On third down, good luck. Like, have fun with those two. That would be not, I mean, it'd be like what Denver was with, you know, when they had Von Miller and um, when they had Doomerville or when they, even when they had uh, Demarcus Ware, like just right. rare speed off the edge. So it'd be fun. Okay, I also have running back of the future, or I should say right tackle in round two. Um, there there have been a couple tackles come out, like Brian O'Neill from Pitt, um, Tyrell Crosby from Oregon uh, isn't coming out early, but he's someone in that range. Um, the Okra 4 kid from Western Michigan that Mello makes me say his name every week. The, they're all good tackles that you could have in round two that I think could be NFL starters or at least push uh, new house and and again get younger, cheaper, faster, more athletic on the offensive line. They have to have the biggest offensive line in the NFL, and that's like a struggle when you're projecting for them. Is like, okay, there aren't many six five three thirty five guys in college, and their line is enormous. So I would be interesting to see if that interested to see if that changes. Uh, I think running back is a need, or you can call it running back of the future if you want. I think it's just it's just running back because. I, I don't even know what Marshawn Lynch is at this point. I, I think, you know, he had a huge run against the Chiefs. Is what he is. Yeah, he is, right? He's, he's a bouncer. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know if you can count on him long term. He's retired once. You know, he could walk away at any moment. And Especially they after nothing. they moved to Vegas and yeah. he's no longer in Oakland. He's right. So not going to stick around. No. So running backs, uh, surprise, surprise, it's a good running back class. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be some good ones there. <clears throat> like like you and Connor's boy, Sony Michelle, he he might be there in round two. Yeah. Um, Rashad Penny, Mark Walton. Your guy. My guy. Yeah. He's he's I, my guy, but he's not my guy. Like, he's he's good, but he's not great. I think he's better. I think he'd be better in the NFL than he was in college. I hope so. Yeah. He, and he, I mean, I mean, he, he does everything sure. well. Like, he, yeah. he just doesn't do anything great. He's one of those yeah. guys. He's a little he's small. Well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of someone he reminds me of, and I, like, no one... I don't want to say the one that came to mind because it's not right. So, um, <laughs> but he does do everything well. He really does. And a, and a good kid, um, Rashad Penny, would be nice there. Real nice there. Uh, wide receiver three, I think. Like, 
I don't know. Crabtree is an anomaly to me because the dude has the strongest hands in the world and drops so many balls. And Amari Cooper is such a well-rounded receiver and drops so many balls. And like Cordero Patterson, fun fact, I had as a top five player in the 2013 NFL draft. Miss. That was not a good draft for me. I don't know Whiff. what happened there. Yeah. But <laughs> people give me shit about Trent Richardson. You give me shit about Tank Carradine and Cordero Patterson. There you go. Those are the real misses. He's a decent returner. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I thought he was going to be. Um, they need I, I, they need depth and future at the receiver position. Crabtree is, you know, low-key old. He's, he's 30 now, and that's kind of your line, you know, for wide receivers. So you've got a couple guys. I got a couple guys. What do you think? Yep. Yeah, the top, <clears throat> excuse me, the top end of the wide receiver class isn't great, but when you get to those middle rounds, there are some good players. Um, James Washington out of Oklahoma State, Anthony Miller out of Memphis, they both should be there, either that second, third, maybe even fourth round if they start to drop. Yeah. So Anthony Miller, man, you like you watch him play, the Memphis quarterback. He's so good with the ball in his hands. He's a little, little undersized and he, He's kind of a body catcher, so he could be available because, like, when you look at his numbers and you you just watch, like, the the YouTube clips, you're like, shit, this kid's, you know, he looks like Antonio Brown. But I, I think, you know, 5'11", 190, he's 24 years old, so that could push him down. Uh, James Washington, like you said, I'm intrigued by Michael Gallup from Colorado State as maybe more of an outside receiver. Uh, DJ Moore, the kid from Maryland who just declared, I put, like, a round 2-3 on him initially. kind of want to see how well he runs, but... Just on tape, he looks good with the ball in his hands. And then DJ Shark from uh, Chark, not Shark, that'd be a cool name. DJ Chark from LSU. Uh, we'll see him at the Senior Bowl, but he has he has size. He's kind of a lean guy. Those are all like day two receivers that if they start to worry about Crabtree or want to you know transition him to a slot role, right? I think he you know can do some damage in there because he's so physical. Like just. Like what people don't think about is like you make this list of needs and you're like, oh, let's check this one off. And well, at the same time, you're always trying to make your roster better. So you just like you take the best player available because that works nine times out of 10. But uh, the Raiders also have a need at I I think they have a need at safety. Um, I I know they drafted Carl Joseph two years ago. I think the jury is out on how good that move has been. But at free safety, I think Reggie Nelson not only is he old, he's probably one of the most overrated players in the NFL. He 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 makes plays, and gets he, some yes. gets some ints, but other than that, like he, I think he makes plays and he makes plays happen. Like yeah, he gives he up plays, gives up tons yeah. of plays. He taketh and he gives he's one of those him. YouTube guys. Yes, he <laughs> you really just look is. at him yeah. on YouTube. He's the best, and he looks the part. The he's got the fucking predator dreads. Oh, and yeah. he's big, <laughs> and he he is a hitter. But how many of those does he just bounce off Hitter the guy? And quitter. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I'm gonna start applying that to football players. That's great, by the way. Yeah. Guys who don't want to tackle. Um, so safety. Um, I don't want to steal yours because it's a really good one. Oh yeah. Um, well, obviously in the first round I said Derwin James, but if they yeah. don't get him, maybe it's second. Um, they could go after Marcus Allen out of Penn State. Like him a lot. Yeah, me too. It kind of like slipped under the radar this year because of I think Minka and Derwin, but he was so good last year and again this year, really solid player. So that I do like that one. Um, in the second round, he's the only safety I actually really like there. Um, Jordan Whitehead from Pitt would be a more of a true free safety. He's a little small, and I think at that point you have two small safeties. Even though Joseph is is very physical, I would worry a little bit about that. 
Um, Armani Watts from uh, Texas A&M, again, a guy who's a little short, not small. Uh, Quinn Blanding from Virginia. I worry about how fast he is. Um, He's a good tackler, though. Good tackler, for sure. But <laughs> I think when I was watching the Miami-Virginia game, they were talking about how he has led the ACC in tackles. Yep. Which says a whole lot about his front seven. middle linebacker <laughs> is second in tackles. Yeah, is that Micah Kaiser? Yeah, yes. he's, yeah. he'll be at the senior. They're both at the yes, senior bowl, Yes, they right? will be, yep. yep. So we'll, let's see which one's faster. That'll be a fun game. <laughs> All right. I think that's how we fix the Raiders. Um, here's something we don't ever do. I'll just do it off the top of my head. I think a, a good mock draft for them would be like Rashawn Evans in round one. And then if you come around around two and get someone like Brian O'Neill from Pitt, who can be either your right tackle of the now or your left tackle of the future, uh, would be good. Round three, I would love Mark Walton in round three. I think just like a versatile running back. That would be a great pick in round yep. three. And then round four, uh, let's go Quinn Blanding around four. I think that's actually very reasonable pick for him. So you're filling out that safety spot. Uh, round five, and I, I'm weird about this. Like in the late rounds of the draft, this is like I'm so like I would just like draft speed guys, like corners, wide receivers, because um, I think you can hit on them. Kevin Tolliver from LSU, if he comes out, is better than round five. But I think there's some off field stuff that could push him down. Um, he would be a someone who it's kind of like a Richard Robinson deal. If you're picking up what I'm putting down where he could be, he could be a hit uh, could also, you know, be on the jets in a couple of years uh, round six. Uh, I would actually go D tackle um, because I, I think they've kind of like, we don't really know what's, you know, Mario Edwards is going to be some Michael Hill from Ohio state. Uh, I, I think fits there because he is that like athletic one step type guy. Uh, and then round seven, this is something that I would do every other year. I would draft a quarterback late. And in round seven, I would take Mike White from Western Kentucky. You think he'll be there in round seven? It's a little bit of a, maybe a stretch. I was going to say, I think after the Senior Bowl, he I watched a few up. games of his yeah. uh, this year, just scouting him before the Senior Bowl because I like to just scout the Senior Bowl guys, see what I'm going to be looking at when we get down there. Yeah. And he He's really impressed me. So I, I can see him going. Maybe Riley Ferguson from uh, Memphis. Yeah, maybe. Instead, <laughs> flip those. Yeah, Mike White is going to be fun. That is Because he has great size, good arm. Yeah. Uh, their team was down a little bit this year, but last year their team was really good. Yeah. He probably should have came out last year. All right. There's a man, seven-round mock draft off the top of our head. That's impressive. All Your right. Head. Yeah, you, you helped a little bit. <laughs> All right. Take a break. We will refill the Bud Lights because yours is empty. Mine's really close to empty. And we'll come back. We'll do questionable calls, top five Christmas movies. And then uh, we have a great Just the Tip question this week that we'll get to. Uno, dos, tres. All right, welcome back to the second half of the show. Did I get in on that? You might have. You may have come too early on the intro there, Dan. You, you can't say uno dos tres right before we come back on and not expect me to go cuatro, cuatro. cinco seis. Yeah. Well, I always count as saying I do the old, you know, Wayne's World three two one, and then you I start threw, talking. You threw me off by going Spanish, and then yeah, <laughs> I thought we were just hanging out still. Yeah. No, that was my intro. Okay. That should really prepare you for the second half of this podcast. <laughs> that, just, and we just did shots, so. Uh, uh, I'm I've, I don't better. think I've ever done an American honey shot before. It was good. We're trying to coat coat the throat and loosen you up a little bit because right. you've never co-hosted before. It's a lot of talking. I'm not used to this. You, I mean, I, sure, yeah. I do customer service and talk on the phone all day. But so this should breaks. be natural to me. <laughs> yeah. I One time early in my like draft career, uh, back when I had my own website, 
there was this service called blog blog talk radio and you could like host your own radio show on the internet and i thought i was colin coward or something and i was like i'm gonna do a three-hour radio show by myself it was like 10 years ago uh this is a true story i've never told this story to anyone so i don't even know this story yeah 30 minutes in i panicked i was doing awful i was limping along and I pretended like my internet went down. I was, it was so bad. I just gave up. I was just like, and for years after that, I was like, people would be like, Hey, can you like, we need a fill in co-host for radio. Like, nope. I'm not any good at it. <laughs> and I didn't start filling in as a co-host until Lefko and I did uh, some serious stuff. And I was like, okay, that was fun. Like I kind of figured out how it worked. So people who do radio are heroes. That is hard yeah. shit. Especially after doing my five minutes a week that I do on here <laughs> yeah. and then just listening to the radio and thinking, man, these guys just keep going and going. It'd like, be like jogging like five minutes a day and then trying to run a marathon. Yeah. Be like, I'm not fucking ready for this. Yeah. I mean, it is weird like talking to you normal, but have huge black mics in between <laughs> yeah. us. You, yeah, it is. All right. Questionable calls of the week. Okay. I'm going to start us off. When I, when we walked Go into ahead. the office tonight, you went, Oh, air mattresses. So I have to tell a story. It's story time, kids. So last week, Dan wasn't here. Um, and we had friends. Before. Oh, whenever Dan's not here, that's when you guys have the most fun. But go ahead. Yeah. That's a separate, separate topic, but that is accurate. So last week, we, as we told you guys, we did the podcast and we had, we had visitors in the office. And then we walked a couple blocks and went to a Christmas party. Our good friend Rob, who is the... Fox Sports Joplin radio host. They were having a Christmas party, so we went, and it was open bar. So Mello and I, being the responsible citizens that we are, said, no driving tonight, and we can't Uber because he had to go to work, and I had to go to the airport in the morning. So we didn't have time for Uber and Joplin's like a two-hour experience. It's not like New York. So he said, let's just stay in the office, man. Let's. So I go and buy air mattresses, and I have a great couch, super comfortable. And so we get back, and we're both trashed, and I was like, hey, dude, you have to teach tomorrow. You have to form minds. I got to fly first class to New York. You take the couch. <laughs> nice of me, right? I mean, the couch is amazing. Yeah. So I would rather have the couch than an air mattress. So I bought these cheap-ass air mattresses, and we opened two of them up. I don't know why he opened both. He opened both of them up, and he's like, oh, dude, this is like manual pump. You, it's not a plug-in. So he and I, who are both out of shape, by the way, and our trunk <laughs> proceed to air this fucking mattress up. And it's one of those things where you got to like step on it and like, you know, really pump it. Yeah. Like, Oh, I've been there. Yeah. So it takes us, we had to trade off at one point and then I tapped back out. He finished her up for me. And so we're sweaty. Cause again, both little overweight, very out of shape. <laughs> so we're sweaty. Cause I, and we are both naturally hot blooded. So, you know how I am. I know. It's like 12 degrees in here I right now. I cranked, I turned the air on and put it on 60. And this was one week ago. And not like it is today where it's 70 out. And we pass out. He's on the couch. I'm on the air mattress. And about an hour later, I wake up and I'm sinking. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because I'm like, you know, we were out late and I was like, am I dreaming this? And I'm like, whatever, who cares? So I roll over. To like the other side of the air mattress. This is a queen air mattress. It's supposed to be nice. So I roll over the other side and I wake up a little later and I'm flat on the concrete floor. The air is all, I don't know if he didn't seal the pump or if my hey, fat ass broke it. <laughs> it's, it's your bed. You got to check the ceiling. So 
the air is all gone and it's 50 degrees in here. So did you cuddle with Mello on the couch? No, I manned up and just toughed it out on the floor because I don't want to wake him up. He had to teach the next day. I would have, I would have cuddled with him. He would have just wrapped so those arms when his around His alarm you. went off at six. It was top 10 happiest moments of my life because <laughs> I wrapped myself in a taco of blankets because it was freezing in here and laid on the leather couch and slept for an hour and a half. So questionable call, airing up an air mattress while drunk. Do that, it before. Oh, do yep. it then go yeah. out. It you takes discipline have to. to be like, hey, guys, we can't go out for 10 minutes. I got to this up. Get you one of those pumps that automatically does it for the you. The one in my house is like that. It's yeah. like you just plug it in. And yeah. Zzz. No, that arm. You know, the one I have in my house is pump. three feet tall. So that one's comfortable. It is nice. That one is nice. I have slept on that one. Uh, my first questionable call is Bitcoin, <laughs> cryptocurrency, just all of it. Like, like Litcoin, Litecoin. Yeah. Ripple, ripple, whatever. I don't know. Now, if you didn't get on this on the start, it's questionable call maybe because you're you might be losing out on some money. But if you're trying to get on it now, I don't think it's worth it. Like it's going to crash at some point, and then all these people are going to lose all this like, fake money that they put real money into. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't completely understand I was it. Say you're an I know, economist now. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to even invest or put money into this cryptocurrency. No, you're right. Like people who are doing it now, it's like Bitcoin is like 16 grand or something. I don't know if that's the actual number. Do not quote me on that. It could literally be a dollar right now or 30 grand at the rate this shit's yeah. going. It's all fake money anyway, so it doesn't matter. As Dwight Schrute would say, isn't all of money fake money since mm -hmm. we've come off the gold standard? But I have a $20 <laughs> bill in my pocket. Isn't it worth $20? I quote, I said that to someone this weekend. Yeah, I know that's why I yeah. just said it. I, uh, I don't, yeah. I try to, I, I, pride myself on being like well-read and like keeping up to date on shit. And yeah, when this one seems you live in the Midwest, like we don't think about these things or we're not right. like programmed to think about it. And then I go to New York for four days and everybody's like, are you buying Bitcoin? Like, are you on the exchange? And I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about right now. You just have to pay so much attention. It's like having a full-time job. Yeah. Obviously you don't want to lose all of your money. We need a stick to football in. financial planner. Yeah. So any, any, anybody out there who yeah. wants to if you have help us in references, <laughs> we don't want a D'Angelo Williams situation. Did Ooh. you see that? Yes, I did. If people don't know. He gave some dude three mil years, like a while back. And the dude said he was going to invest in Bitcoin, which today would be worth $237 million. The guy didn't invest it. So what you're saying uh, that, is when we go down to the right senior there. bowl, we say, hey, give me a couple mil. I'll invest it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Baker, uh, I know you yeah. got some endorsement money, bro. Uh, well, then we would go to prison, so we don't want that. I don't, you mm, know. True. We already had one media guy this year go to prison for a Ponzi scheme. We don't need to. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. not in the media. <laughs> yeah, so. it's true. You're a customer service guy. Uh, questionable call number two, punters leaving school early. Why is this questionable? Get Texas punter, can. Michael Dixon, left school early. He will get drafted. I actually think he will. So the question we'll call is, what is going on at Texas? I don't blame Michael Dixon so much, but I'm now curious about the fact that a punter is leaving early. Like, because we've heard things, and it's been, things have been reported that it's shaky at Texas right now, like the Charlie kids versus the Herman kids. I think when your punter leaves early, there's that's questionable. So, and I say this as a Texas fan in a burnt orange fucking office. <laughs> I hope they figure it out, but there's some, 
it, it feels like tectonic right now in Austin. Like it's it's going to go one way or the other. What what is the deal with college players and all these coaches? Like when Charlie went in, he kicked so many of those yeah, players like off the team. Off. Then obviously all he brings in his kids, they love him. Now he's gone. New kids come in, but the new kids love Herman, but all the old kids hate Herman. So what? I don't understand. Like I don't either. I don't know what's so different. And I've heard stories, but I've heard stories on both sides, so I'm not going to say anything. I just know it's weird. And it's not just Texas. This happens everywhere. Like, you can look at Ole Miss right now, you know, like, kids are leaving left and right. And, you know, I'm sure it'll happen at it'll happen at Arkansas. It'll happen at Texas A&M. Like, it'll happen at Florida State, who's not bowl eligible right now. What happened there? I actually don't know. I just saw the app update. I don't know. Interesting. Something. They're playing the bowl game. Yeah. They're not eligible. It's Who like USC. I, uh, might, I might need a bet on this game. Ooh, this is a good question. This is our weekly let me Google things on the, I always stay on the radio. The only bad thing is you don't have Mellow here <laughs> saying something funny. You just have me sitting here coughing. <laughs> Southern Miss. Well, I sang to people. So that's Southern good. Miss. They're playing Southern Miss in the Florida, in the, that's in the okay. Independence Bowl. Here's here's a little tip from <laughs> just the tip. Here's a little you know what? neighborhood gambler. <laughs> Maybe I'll save it for my just the tip because I didn't have a good one this week. You can't you can't wait? Okay, um, I like to bet on the small school teams playing against Boise State, Oregon, a big school team that hasn't had a great year because the big school team is always favored. In Boise State, Oregon, I just won. $45 off that game for betting. Hmm. Who do you, what do you got on Missouri, Texas? Who are you betting on? I, I don't, I don't know what the line I don't is, bet but you on bet on Missouri. <coughs> I'm, I probably won't. I'll stay away from that game. That's a trap game, right? Yeah. That's what the folks call it. True. So, true story. The number one, I searched Florida State Bowl game. The number one people also ask, how many national championships do Florida State have? Not how does. <laughs> do. See, you said that, and I was like, what's, what's, how many do they have? Yeah. Questionable call grammar. Okay. <laughs> My next one. Is it you oh, no, it's me? your turn. I'm you sorry. Me? Yeah. You? We start talking yeah. for a state. My it's turn. your turn. My bad. Um, my next one's stealing from Target earlier today. Stealing in general. <laughs> that too. But from Target for this specific questionable call, we went to Target earlier because I had to get a Christmas present from my nephew, and we're walking out. And I'm paying. Matt sees some dude run out of the store, grab a guy, and start dragging him back inside. And we're thinking these guys are fighting. And the one guy's like, you can't touch me. And the other guy's like, just come to my office. Like, I'm I confused. thought that was the best line yeah. in a fight ever. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> My confused. office is my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused because the, the Target guy wasn't dressed in Target apparel. He was just their secret. No, he had a, like a bad mustache and yeah. a Broncos. Like starter yeah. jacket. So on. he drags this guy back into Target because this dude stole something, and it looked like movies or like a. If there were like you know like porns always like used to always start like with an unrealistic like situation, if like there were fight videos that started with like yeah. I'm just walking out of Target and then like <laughs> oh hey no you're not yeah. Matt Matt about like went to go break it up. Until I, we realized, say. oh, this guy yeah. stole something. Fight that's or why. Flight. I'm like trying to get trying in the middle of it. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why this guy's dragging the dude into Target to fight him. I, my brain just didn't work at all. I was like, is this like a. You know how you know we're not millennials? We didn't video it. Ooh. Damn it. That would have been great. 
next time. Then we could have played it on the podcast so yeah. people could watch it. Then it could be me watching a video <laughs> on the podcast. I was ready to go. I was ready to throw it down. Yeah. And we, you probably would have hit the wrong guy. I definitely <laughs> would have. It would have been bad. I would have hit the guy dragging the guy. Yeah. It exactly. Looked, Normal people. Yeah, right? Like, why are you touching him? Yeah. He was the one I walked to. Like, hey, man. And then, yeah, it was a weird situation. So, okay. Next questionable call. Um, getting champagne drunk. First time last. No, probably not last time. First time. Did that this weekend. You probably saw the Instagram photo. If you didn't, you can follow me at NFL Draft Scout where Connor looks like he just walked out of GQ or Gold's Gym, and I look drunk. You look obliterated. I was. like Champagne. Connor, Connor looks sexy as always. The hair, the smile, yeah, the, yeah, the just earring. Like, oh, just another night. I look drunk. And you just look smashed. I was, man. Yeah. I've been drinking for, I wouldn't watch Star Wars and then started drinking. Ooh, how was Star Wars? It's really good. Do we need to have any spoiler? spoilers? I, there's so many spoilers. I don't want to talk about it yet. Good. I, I don't I'm trying to be nice Wars. to people. I, I can't wait for Melo to come from Disney just so we can like sit and nerd out and talk about it while doing manly things, you know, like lifting or watching football or yeah, smoking a brisket smoking, or something. Yeah, make a beef jerky. Yeah. Uh, I think, speaking of spoiler alert, I believe that my drunk ass saw a Snapchat that Melo was making uh, moonshine for all of us. He did. He did Snapchat that, and it looked amazing. If people don't know, Mellow's Moonshine is amazing. Like he could sell it because it's apple cinnamon. Is it illegal to make moonshine? I don't know. Not so, yeah, not Missouri can't be. I think you can make it a is, certain though, amount. He was making. Yeah, yeah he was making uh, apple jelly. pie, jelly, <laughs> yeah. jelly, preserved jelly. Preserves. I think you make a certain amount, and you're okay. I don't think you can. He doesn't make sell a lot. It. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. He just makes some for his closest. Yeah, it's friends. like Christmas gifts. Yeah. So if you're one of, if you could follow at Mellow Esquire and be one of his good friends, you might get some moonshine. You probably won't. He'll I drink if we it. Can fly to Mobile. He could send you an empty jar of his moonshine after he drank it, and <laughs> you can smell it. You can just smell it. Or you could send him a jar. He could. I don't know how that he works. He could fill it. It'd be like recycling. So anyway, I went. Uh, I was in New York last weekend. Met up with a friend. Um, waiting for Connor. And champagne, man. It's so like how you, it's like carbonated, so it's like easy. Yeah. You just pour it down a little gullet. Like, I don't know. Like you know that maybe I'm, champagne on New Year's. It was that, just, I don't it drink felt champagne. Like a good day. It was nice out in the city, the sun was shining, like it snowed. I mean, mimosas and New Year's. That's all you need champagne for. Yeah. It was good. Why would you even order champagne? It was I don't know. How I much that bottle cost? Uh, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a truck payment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my questionable call. Don't do it. Don't. I mean, do it if you have some time. Like, I don't, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I would do it right now. I'm not going to do it with you. But we can't even buy champagne, champagne in Choplin. <laughs> you can buy like Boone's Farm. <laughs> like $7. Let's get some Boone's Farm and throw up fruits everywhere. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I bet we can't get any good. We can't even get limoncello in uh in Joplin. So, oh, I was going to say something. I don't know if it's podcast appropriate. So, let's move Are you on. Are talking about grappa? Nope. No. Okay. Oh, I want some money on some grappa though. You did. Gross. All right, my um, last one. Uh my last one is I I don't subscribe to the Stick to Football app in the Bleacher Report. You don't subscribe to the, the stream. I don't subscribe the, to the I got you. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
American honey just went straight yeah, to the head. It's boom. Yep. I'm there. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah. Why should I? Well, you don't want to ever miss on a, out on an episode, right? I listen to every episode. You listen to every episode. I love to hear how terrible I sound and how many times right. I cough. Times you cough. Well, you're an Android user and there's not a great Android podcast app that we are on. That is true. I so have- the Bleach Report app solves all your problems. Okay. So and how from, long does it take? Uh, it As soon as the podcast does come out faster on iTunes, that's just because Apple and iTunes and podcast are buddies. As soon as either me or Connor wakes up and tells everyone, hey, guys, the podcast is up, and then they put it in the app. And they will, like, so you don't, like, if you're a Raiders fan this week, you'll get an alert, like, oh, Matt and Dan fixed the Raiders, seven-round mock draft, and you can listen to the podcast. Like, like what I, I'm a podcast guy, but I'm also, I mean, I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm on Snapchat all the time. Um, the whole, the, the works. So the cool thing is, like, you can actually listen to it and close the app, and it'll keep playing. So it's not like something you got to sit there with like the BR app up. Oh, see, I hate that whenever I'm watching YouTube or listening to something right. on YouTube and you close it out, it stops. Not the BR app. They've done a great job with it. Well, while Matt was talking, I subscribed. So that took like 15 seconds. Yes. You can also like subscribe to the draft channel. Mm-hmm. You get all my articles. And when you start writing NFL Draft 400 scouting reports, they'll that get them in true. there too. Which brings oh, me by to the way, yeah. <laughs> um, When you say that I only pour you beer and... You've been a valued member of my scouting staff for five years now. I have been. I, I started out doing the NFL 1000. The, I started out doing the the pictures, the profiles, the, the slideshows of yeah. the NFL Draft 1000. You were the then original I, scouting assistant at Bleacher Report. I was. People don't know that. They don't because all you say is I pour beer and I cater to your every cooler needs. to me. Like I would rather be a bartender than a scout. I'm fine with the bartender. Yeah. But last week you basically called me your bitch. <laughs> You're not. I love you. Okay. No. Top five Christmas movies. Let's do it. We both drum rolled. We did. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you going bottom to top? Top to bottom? My favorite is bottom to top. Okay. Five is favorite. Five is bottom. Okay. Same here. Number five for me, Elf. Ooh, love that movie. I love the movie and I love Zoe Deschanel as a blonde. Yes. Yes, that scene in the shower, that was amazing. Will Ferrell. Amazing. James Probably my favorite actor. Yeah. Will Ferrell's your favorite actor? Favorite comedian actor. Yeah. Probably favorite actor. I mean, just off the top of my head that I, since I did a shot and been drinking. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's go Will Ferrell. He's a good actor. So Elf is five for me. I don't like the ending a whole lot, but I know it's like, oh, this Christmas movie has to feel good. Right. I don't want to spoil it. What did you want to happen? I don't, just, I don't know, King Kong to like, like hit Manhattan or something. James Conn kicks Will Ferrell yeah. out and says, yeah. go back to You're the North Pole. It is nice that it ends with her singing in Central Park. Yeah, everyone. Everyone, but she kicks it off. People like YouTube that now and they're of themselves and they yeah. just stand up on a table in restaurants. People do that? I saw one the other day where they're like, oh, the whatever the line is, the greatest way to spread, spread Christmas, Christmas cheers, cheers. Singing loud for all to hear. Yeah. I saw a video of a chick <laughs> singing that. Did you know this about me that I love Christmas music? I did not. I honestly do. Yeah? Mellow knows. It's kind of our secret. Maybe you should give it that. And I just told a couple hundred thousand people. So, (laughs) Secrets, secrets. Secrets, secrets. Okay, number five. What's yours? Let me cough real quick. Yeah. Uh, My number five is The Grinch. 
There is no Christmas. Is that Jim Carrey? No, 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 no. That movie, horrible. The cartoon, The Grinch. I've never seen it. I swear to God. How are we friends? You've had a never weird seen The Grinch? No, the like my girlfriend gives me shit about this all the time. I didn't watch TV it's as like, a child. It's like 30 minutes. Watch it. I got time right now. <laughs> all right, let's watch it. Yeah, hey, yeah. Matt's going to watch The Grinch. You guys are going to sit yeah. here. I, no, I... But I've seen it in school. The only time I saw like Disney movies and stuff as a kid was in school. I used to watch it at Head Start when I was a oh, teacher. teacher? There. Hmm, yeah. Maybe I saw it there. Probably not. I think that was the year before you. Yeah. I don't know. That was the year that we had the good kids, not the terrible kids. <laughs> yeah, not the year that they brought in the ringer. Yeah. To oh. straighten shit out. Fox 14. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number four on my list. And I, <laughs> before the show, you looked at my list and you're like, God oh, damn it. Scrooged. I did. <laughs> I but I love Bill Murray. Me too. Like, oh my God. I love Bill Murray. Favorite actor right there. <laughs> Up there. Might be Ryan Reynolds, but Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Or Chris Pratt. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, when we did our top five TV shows, yeah, we there's all a lot of regret. Two guys and a girl. That is literally the show that brought us all together. Yeah. So yeah. You and Mello and myself, we've been friends. You and I have been friends since you cheated off me in science class. I hope Miss P Peak isn't Clem Clemenson isn't listening. <laughs> I did right not now. cheat. I worked hard. You worked work hard, hard, play hard. <laughs> yeah, car drove good. Uh, so, but yeah, it was it was the two guys growing a pizza place is the the bonding moment of this friendship. Other than sports, you wouldn't have stick to football Fridays without we two really guys, wouldn't a girl in a pizza no, place. Ryan Reynolds, Mello owes Ryan Reynolds for his wit. He does. That's for sure. So yeah, a lot of regret there. But Scrooged. Back. <laughs> <coughs> Scrooge is great. I and I do. I love Bill Murray. Um, I don't. I don't care if it's fuck Ghostbusters, Caddyshack. I rented Scrooge once, along with another movie. Ended up getting a fifty dollar late fee because I'd never took the movies <laughs> back. You, you could buy the movie. For like, yeah, I know yeah. exactly. That's why I did not pay it, and I never went there again. It's like fucking Redbox. What is the or no, way this before is then? Way before Redbox. Like this is when you had to go to a movie theater oh, or a movie. Yeah, like store. family video or yep. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, like this is how small Joplin is. There's a still a mo- like a video store called Crown Video by my house. It's finally going out of business. Wow. It's like fi- it's twenty almost twenty eighteen. I've seen <laughs> they that fought store. the fight. <laughs> they <laughs> like, did. I've seen that store every time I drive down because you're going to Brown past your house. Yeah. Yeah. And I just told people where I live. Nope. Yeah, you got to make a couple turns. I'm yeah. safe. You're good. He doesn't live in Web City. Web City address 222 North 223. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, um, number four. <laughs> number four, you mentioned it earlier, Die Hard. This is a, IA, motherfuckers. Exactly. <laughs> this is a Christmas movie, and it is amazing. I feel like sometimes this podcast becomes all about me, which is great for my ego, but that was one of my other comments from earlier that you cut me off on. My bad. You, <laughs> <laughs> you always say that, uh, that, uh, now my brain went blank. Yep. I good story. <laughs> I always say that I don't want to, I'm always like, let's hurry up. And then I go off on tangents. <laughs> I do that you every week. You say your name is on the podcast, but it's technically, technically it's not because we changed the logo. Because you're always like, oh, my name's on the podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. But no, it is not. Anyway, go ahead. I came up with the name. How's that? Um, I hadn't seen Die Hard until a few years ago. And I, I always make the joke about like, 
my ex-wife gave me two really great things, my son and her taco soup recipe. She also forced me to watch Die Hard. There you go. It's three What'd things. You think? I loved it. Okay. Like you have to accept that it was made 30 years ago and shit was different right. then. Exactly. But it is like the godfather of action movies. I've never seen the godfather. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? Melo is like, I don't like it. You've never seen him. Like, what? Oh my God. Who am I? Friend? I'm in the Midwest. Why do I care about gangsters? It's culture. I don't have Kansas to City worry about gangsters or gangsters. I'm in. The town you drive through to go to work every day is mobbed up. Mm, no, because I take a different route. Okay, but if you went through Frontenac, town. Kansas, <laughs> it's the only town in Kansas with Italian names everywhere. <laughs> it's mobbed up. Okay. Well, okay. Die Hard is great. Good, good number Thank four. You. Number three, uh, I feel like I got I snuck one in on this list. Batman Returns. Which one is that? Uh, who's the bad guys? Uh, Pink- who, who's who are the bad who, guys? Who's Penguin? Who's is <laughs> Two Face? Penguin, Two Face, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, yeah. uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh no, so it's this Catwoman and Penguin. But so yeah, yeah, you got some Michelle Pfeiffer in there. Ooh. Yeah, not bad, not too bad. I I think <sighs> underrated Batman movie because people think, start to shit on like, oh George Clooney, I, or that was Michael Keaton. My bad. I was gonna say Michael Keaton definitely. Yeah. Um, I think Die Hard's more of a Christmas movie than Batman Returns. We need to watch both of them because I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you got a yeah, 97-inch TV in here, yeah, and we're drinking, TV. so Let's we'll see what, we're, see what we're doing later. Sorry, uh, friends at the bar, we're not making it tonight. All right, what's number three? Uh, number three is the Santa Claus. Okay, I have to get, admit Tim I've never the tool seen man, it. Tim the Toolman Taylor himself. Yeah. The original, not number two, not number three. Number three is terrible. Number two, decent. Was but he like Santa Claus? He's super Santa. Republican back then? I don't know. You know, he's, I can't watch his TV I show. don't follow the, the politics. The politics. I, I like know who Tim the Taylor. president is, and that's it. Yeah, I like him. I, I think he's hilarious. I like yeah. Tim Allen. I, was I do back when he was funny. probably doing cocaine and everything. Oh, he's so. even funnier. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was. It was. I haven't seen it, but you guys told me I need to watch it, and it's like on my like list. When I have my boy this weekend, we're just gonna like watch some Christmas movies, and I think he he loves Santa Claus, so he should yeah. like it. It he will love it. It is literally the third best Christmas movie of all time. I think I remember it because we were pretty young when it came out, right? Like. Not Again, super young. Let me no. look things up on the I podcast. believe it came out in like 1998. We were not that young. 94. <laughs> I was way off. I was 11. 11. I was pretty young. Yeah. Most people listening to this podcast weren't alive. Really? really? We have a young That's demo. our demographic? Yeah. So yeah. maybe we should talk more about memes and... Uh, yeah, and Snapchat and... Uh, and uh, eating booty? <laughs> I don't know. Something. I don't know. I don't know. People are listening. Let's keep it going. All right. Here's one they definitely weren't alive for. Christmas Vacation. And this is, I watch this movie every year. Usually the day after Thanksgiving, my daughter and I try to like, she's she's a teenager. She's like cool and she's has friends. We try to get together and always watch this movie. Like Chevy Chase, this is the best. Like Fletch was good. This is it. Like best movie he did. Like, you know, you know, like outside of like, you know, you and Mitch, like I and Cole, I have three brothers and like this movie is one of the ones that we like quote to each other the most. There's so many good one liners in this movie. And it's like to me, this is like, oh, it's Christmas season. We got to watch Christmas Vacation. Sure, sure. Do you um, not like it? No comments. comments. Have you not seen it? Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Well, 
Uh, let's just hang on okay. onto that thought there. Okay. Um, number two for me, Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin before he was crazy and cracked out. What happened to that kid, man? I don't know, but Home Alone. Okay, here's amazing. why I didn't put this on my list. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I, hear I cut it. you off all the time. No, Don't me you're good. Go. It's, it's like the most unrealistic shit ever. Okay, number one, they live in, a, in New York, right? You just went and watched Star Wars, and you're going <laughs> to talk a long about time ago how unrealistic. This is Manhattan. <laughs> it's worse than Friends. They live in a goddamn mansion. They don't live in Manhattan. They live in, like, Chicago. I thought it was in New York. No. Home Alone oh, 2 lost in New York. It's okay. when he accidentally goes to New York. His Sorry. Goes to at that time, they live in the second most expensive city to live in. But right. their uncle pays for the trip to Europe? And they I live think in you're too house? caught up on the Europe trip here. Or it the trip at all. The, the first one they go to, like, Florida. God damn, I'm way off. Never mind. You. I've seen the movie once. It was a long time ago. So add that to your list yeah, of movies, movies to watch. To watch. But uh, Home Alone, you... It's it, iconic. It is. And the it's slap for up. a reason. Because it's amazing. It's a little Unlike who, your that's, that's, number one. Don't, your number one is terrible. So go ahead. Next comment. No, Home Alone is iconic. And it, it made is. Macaulay Culkin <clears throat> a star. It did. And a crazy person, but that's okay. I'll always remember him. It's like you remember Brittany as Hit Me Baby one more time. Exactly. Not shaved head. Exactly. Same deal. I remember you shaving and putting on Old Spice, Macaulay Culkin, and oh, slapping the I thought you meant me. I was like, you I don't wear shave. Old Spice. Yeah. I, I have not seen Home Alone, like maybe since it came out. How are we friends again? I, I'm not a big movie. Like I, I like movies, but I like... Like historical, like shit, you know, like The Godfather, or you know, I'm gonna fall asleep. Over here. Band Brothers, you? Saving Private Ryan, number one. <laughs> the moment you've sat through an hour of podcast for, Can I go first because go ahead. Please, I think Steve. we should talk about yours more. Okay, than mine. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, um, my number one is Christmas Vacation, so that is why <clears throat> I wasn't why, really oh, saying okay. much about it. I didn't have the list up when yeah. you were like, "I'm gonna no, say it." Right. It is my number one movie. You know, with you. <laughs> shitter's full. That shitter's is. The best slide yeah. in a movie of all time. Where are you going to put that tree, Griswold? Yeah. <laughs> and over and I'll show you. <laughs> the best. All yeah. time. Christmas movie. I love it. No questions. Just throw your movie away. The end. Mine is The Night Before. I think that it, that movie is so new that you can't quite appreciate it yet. I think that you're full of shit. <laughs> and that that movie... Is good, but not even close to better than any of the other eight or okay, nine movies. Okay, it has Miley Cyrus in it. It's an unconventional movie, right? Because it's like, oh, this dude's wife gives him a box of drugs for the night before, and you got an NFL player who's on steroids, and you got a musician who proposes to a girl who doesn't love him. And you haven't said anything about Christmas yet. It's the night before Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. They're going to the Nutcracker Bowl. The whole premise of the movie is the night before Christmas. They have a tradition. Three friends who have a tradition together. Why do I like this movie, Dan? I don't know why. It's me, you, and Mello. Oh. Which He's one am Seth I? Seth Rogen. Who are you? I'm the NFL player. So you're the I really guy? wouldn't be. I'd, be. I'd be the kid from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yep. You're the athlete in the group. I can't lie. That's, that's true. I know. That is the truth. Get hurt. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah, you are. All right. Just a tip is uh, a little shorter this week. 
because Mello's not here. <laughs> uh, unintentional <laughs> comedy there. Uh, so the idea of Just the Tip is you send us in your life questions, dilemmas, controversies, and Mello gives you advice. It's like a, you know, like a, I just went mind dumb. It's like a advice column. Yeah, exactly. Those were all the words I was looking for and they wouldn't come out. Um, so this week we asked you guys, Mello is at Disney Right now, he's flying home tomorrow, Godspeed, with his two beautiful daughters and my amazing parents. Little Christmas trip. Who didn't trip. take you they did. to I'm the... next year. Oh, is okay. that what they said after they listened to the podcast? Yeah, there hey, you go next year. Yeah, 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 a little pat on the head. Are you paying for that trip? <laughs> probably, probably so. And, and so we asked you guys this week for pickup lines for Mello to use <laughs> at Disney. And these are our just-the-tip answers. Right. You know uh, first? I'll go first. Uh, this one is from some random... Girl, I believe she's a girl. Yeah. At Zoe cute on Twitter. At Zoe Lemon One, who may or may not we know might, may or may not know. Yeah. Do we know her? I don't know. I know her very well. Um, she says Pick up line for Mello. Pick up line for Mello. Are you my appendix? Because I don't understand how you work, but this feeling in my stomach makes me want to take you out. <laughs> I like that it. That's gold. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I feel like I could use that since I don't have a spleen and just no, yeah, switch yeah. out spleen yeah. with appendix. Yeah. Have you seen my scar? Nope. Yeah. Do I have an appendix? Nope. Uh, and I'm all about like funny pickup lines. Like too many guys exactly. come in like serious, like, hey, let me buy you a drink. And I was like, I want to make you laugh and then let me back up. Yeah. And, and then that's how it works. Get yeah. out of line and go stand in yeah. your own line. I'm going to let you read the next one too because I really want to read the third one. Maybe I want to read the third one. I have a, I have, notes on it you okay so number uh, two <laughs> number two is from at brandon jones at with no brandon brand n jones it says do you want to ride space mountain <laughs> I, I feel like that's on, like on the creepier end of pickup lines it is i feel like that one's kind of as far as disney goes it's disney, topical yeah. i like i don't know if it's very original though it's not it's not. I think Mello could do better. So Mello's go-to pickup line is, do you know what my T-shirt's made out of? What's your T-shirt made out of? Stepdad material. But he tweeted us last night and said it's 85 in Orlando, and he's just sweaty, so he doesn't feel like that's an appropriate... He's like, right now my T-shirt's made of sweat and funnel cake sugar, so he didn't want to go with that. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number three from our buddy El Gordito 2010... And I got to warn you guys, um, if for some reason you're listening to this in the car with your kids, uh, push pause. Yeah. Get them out save of the car. Save it for later. Save it. You, do, and you don't want your Wait, wife to hear this. Why are you listening to this podcast? I don't know. With your kids. But if you've made it this far, as a parent, I'm going to warn you, stop it right now. Okay. I'm going to give you five seconds. Ready? Five, four, three, Uno, two, dos, tres. one. Okay, El Gordito 2010's pickup line is, hey, I think you're really attractive, but I was wondering if you'd mind getting some lunch sometime. What the fuck, man? Who says that? Crazy it's really person. forward. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't yeah. think it would work. No, never. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't think so. All right, does that mean I three number four as well? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, at Slyboy22, who's one of our favorite Twitter followers. Is he, though? Uh, he's good. Is he? He's good. He's really good. Yeah. I haven't seen him. Uh, you, you wouldn't. Oh, he's got to follow you. Okay. Oh. He, uh, so his was, I know something just as long as this line and with half the weight and it's just as exciting. 
What is it? It's mellow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We had a couple other people uh, suggest looking for a grown woman with braces and complimenting her dental work because girls like dental work. Someone else uh, mentioned uh, complimenting people on eating mustard because girls like mustard. I think that was the same person. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, okay. it was because yeah. it was basically the same ending. Yeah, because girls like things. Because girls like mustard. Yeah, if you guys know like things that girls like, you work. should tweet us those because yeah. that's valuable intel. Hashtag things girls like. Yeah, because if you missed it. So I saw an iTunes review this week, and it was one star. I can't believe. I'm cool if you guys one star rate us. But the reason was a couple of divorce guys get together and drink beer, and they fix teams by hiring Matt Miller as their GM and then tell stories about their frat days. Number one, that does not sound like a one-star review to me. Number two, none of us were in a frat. <laughs> so the rest of that's accurate. I of a frat party once. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. None of us were in frats. No. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's hard to join a frat when you go to school for two days, college for two days. It is. It's hard to join a frat when you have a kid. Yeah. So it's we hard to join a frat when you go for 17 years. Like, like Miller did. Yeah, he would have been, been like old school. He would have been the godfather of the yeah. frat, which is still possible. Van Wilder. All right, this is a great show, man. Um, it's uh, do you it have wasn't any, that great? Do you have I mean, any mellow stories? Because he's not here. So did you did you think of one that you want to tell? No, but you go first. Okay. Maybe I'll think of some. Um, I was gonna go way back nine years ago to Mellow's twenty first birthday party. Um, we had a house party. We, he and I lived together at the time. We had a house party, and then his uh, we a bunch of us we loaded up in a truck and we went. We lived in a small town. You had to drive thirty minutes to go drink anywhere. And we go to a bar, and um, you know this was way before the BR days. I think I was a nurse at the time, and you know we're we're drinking, drinking, and we had the idiotic idea that he should do twenty one shots on his twenty first birthday. Don't ever do it. I'm warning you, don't do it. You'll die. But he tried, and as the story goes, m- most of us got really, really drunk, and then most. he threw up all over the bar. He did. And you cleaned it up. <laughs> the waitress came over and said, I'm not cleaning that shit up and handed me the mop. So, yeah, I cleaned it up. It's a great friend. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I took care of him there. Yeah, I all I remember is I put my card down and you signed the check. Yeah, that was probably I've the first time that happened. And it wasn't the last. Many times. Yeah, this is not the last. My I, I just started signing my name like credit card companies don't even care anymore. I'm not going to dispute it. Yeah. It's only if you dispute yeah. it. Do you have which, a mellow story? I do. Um, so this <clears throat> happened at our high school. It was after we graduated. I can't remember exactly how old Mello was. I know a story you're going to tell. He was still in high school. Okay. Uh, they had <laughs> wrestlers come in, and they set up a wrestling ring and had these no-name wrestlers, some random wrestling organization come through, but they pretended like they were WWE. They were They were hyped. They were. So Mello, during one of the guy's entrances, decides he's, he's going to play heel. He's going to play the heel. <laughs> he gets up and he starts like antagonizing, antagonizing the guy, like yelling at him, yelling at him, like he's, playing a part. He's, he's doing the Hulk Hogan thing where he gets his ear going so he can <laughs> hear the crowd. He starts like. I don't know the move he was doing, but he was waving the dude over, yeah. trying to get him to get some so he could do the rock bottom He's on him. He's playing like basically a, like the foil in wrestling. Yeah. Unplanned. Yeah. And he just, <laughs> I fell on the floor laughing because it was so hilarious. 
if I'm remembering right, didn't they come over and tell him he they had did. to stop? They told him <laughs> that the wrestler, he was obviously so afraid of Mello um, that he went and told the manager to come over and tell Mello that he needed to sit down and calm down because he, yeah. he was scaring the wrestlers. Amazing. We've had some, we've had some good times. Um, I'll, one more since I'm, I'm his brother, I'll, I'll close out on this. Um, he horribly unlucky in high school, three knee surgeries, just couldn't, could never. None of those were my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Nor mine. Um, I, no, actually none were mine. That's good to know. Um, I remember his first game, uh, high school basketball where it was like, he saw what he could have been before he got hurt, you know, and he went off for like 26 points, just like shooting on people, shooting on people and it's homecoming. And he decides he's going to start working the crowd. So during timeouts, he's doing, like you said, the Hulk Hogan move, like the wave in the crowd and putting his hand to his ear. And the refs are like looking at the bent, the coaches at like, what, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is this kid doing? Is he okay? Is he normal? And, and poor Mello is like two knee surgeries in. He could barely play defense. He's just like catching and shooting at this point. But the whole fucking like gym and our gym at liberal was great. Like it was loud and it would get full. It's just like going crazy for this like guy, you know? And like, I, I think like people who listen to this weekly and I've got to know him, like you guys see that now, like that, like the charisma and the, like the energy that he brings, like that's who he always was. Is is this the same game that he uh, shot in the wrap? Let's see. Let's, let's not end it on a high note. Let's, let's tear him down. <laughs> he shot in the wrong basket, made it, gave a great fist pump and then realized, Oh shit! I think that was a That's different the game. wrong basket. <laughs> I, think it was, I don't know. And then he just put his head in his hands and yeah, <laughs> jogged back to offense. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's not many times you jog back to offense after making a shot. It is not. I was fortunate enough to get the coach like alongside him for a year in football. Um, I coached him all you know growing up in sports. Uh, we miss him this week, which is why we've talked about him a lot. Next week, Six Football Fridays Christmas party uh, after the pot, not before after the pod let's do before so uh um, it'll be better if we do it before yeah to all of our i've been i i feel like i've been a lot better after the shot so. yeah maybe we'll warm up with one of those so to all of our weekly listeners to all of our first time listeners merry christmas uh it's been a it's been a fucking amazing year we launched this podcast in april one week before the draft and thought who's gonna care about a draft podcast that's third episode will be after the draft and you guys have carried us through a summer and now football season uh, for myself, for Connor, Dan, Kennedy, Mello, our producer, Dan, uh, all the programming folks. We appreciate the hell out of you guys. Uh, we promise we will make 2018 just fucking amazing. We have great guests lined up. The Friday show is going to continue to just spin out to insanity every week. And we, we do appreciate the tweets, uh, the Instagram messages, the iTunes views, everything. So Merry Christmas from me, from the rest of the gang. We love you guys. Thanks.